anybody can come from anywhere and participate in bull 20 riding. bucks i'll park your nuts on the other side of the arena <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying and trying and trying to get it in there. I I really have. And are we still talking about the midget wrestling? We yeah. just yeah we uh, just okay. started I talking, you were talking about, about something else. No, no. I said you don't understand because I don't like it wet. You know I don't like them wet. <laughs> and you're just digging your own. And hole. I'm just digging the dry rub hole deeper and deeper and deeper. Well, I'm gonna call this program Coffee Talkie. So I just need you to say, Mr. Dana presents Coffee Talkie. Mr. Dana presents Coffee Talkie. Perfect. Hmm. Dry rub. Your volume control is right here. It's the really coral. So if you need to turn it up or turn it down. Just to hear it. Who do I hear with these? There you go. You're going to hear us. You hear us. Well, I hear you now. No, put them put on. Now you're in my world. Yeah, but I can hear you from where you're at. Yeah, but now you're inside. So now you're... Yeah, that's better. See, it's better. Just get in closer to your microphone, and then you're actually part of the I conversation. You. You're too far from your microphone. It's like a no. You don't want to pull on that. It's like a big black diaphragm. I can see my reflection. Oh, oh. Can you hear me? It's not even funny. Can you yeah. hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear Let's me? go back to big black diaphragm. <laughs> That's your Mercer County Coroner, folks. <laughs> so what do you think, Greg? You've been here. About what? Do you kind of get an idea as to uh, what I'm trying to do with this place? About what? <laughs> You're sitting in a big empty room. <laughs> that is such a loaded question. What do I think? <laughs> the thoughts that run through my mind. Does the room give off good, good juju? Yeah, I think it's cool. Especially everything's built in already. So... Yeah, there's a lot of, there's not as much work that needs How to be done. How come I sound hollow and you don't? Hmm? How come I sound hollow? <laughs> because and you don't? I have the $600 mic and you've got the $125 mic. <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, it's going to be fun to see what, uh, I've already had two different bands ask that I've had in here. And they're like, could we do an event here? Because it's, it's the perfect size. It's the absolute perfect size for a listening room. And so, and the other thing is too, is that bands, when you come into a room like this, they can't come in and blow it out. You have, they have to be skilled. They have to be able to really tone it. it you know, it becomes like MTV used to be unplugged, mm -hmm. those kind of things. And you have people here that are here for that reason. Plus it's controllable. I mean, you could put 50, 60 people in here without any mm -hmm. problem, depending on what I want to do furniture wise. Jeez. Oh man. Beth Ann absolutely did it. She put out a meat and cheese tray. She's brought her snowballs and some sort of chocolate gooey things. Yeah, John's over there playing with his balls. <laughs> it is the holidays. I'm just happy to be here at Mr. Data Presents Fortress of Solitude. It is that, isn't it? I don't mind it. This is where I'm most comfortable. With no windows and a microphone. There it is. First head buddy of the night. Should we start a account? Can I call you back later? All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Your son? Yeah. The nice thing is they can wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Lubinati, Mercer County Coroner. And, and nobody cares. Sponsor of the Bull. And, Cra and, and Craig, 
Greg. It's Kennard. Greg. 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 Greg Kennard. You can call him Craig. I like dry rub. No, don't you dare. I like dry I rub. I will leave. I'll walk on. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> because, because he has no car. <laughs> Are we venturing? I don't know the story yet. Huh. Greg? Yeah, with no car. Uh, this has been an ongoing joke between us now for about a week and a half that something well, something happened for two and a half years oh well, okay but well, I, I you heard of that movie like driving miss daisy yeah that's him well, well actually like they actually amended the county code under statute for the corner that i drive mr canard <laughs> <laughs> it's not really that because my friend greg has no car <laughs> i'm telling you it's sad you have no car, and the wife is wintering right now. In a, she's what is it? Or a respice? Yeah, a mental health break. <laughs> a mental health break in Florida. Yeah, a mental health but, break. But he in has Florida. all these horses and bulls and stuff he could drive around. Right, it's not a chance. So as a matter, I don't like either. <laughs> so tonight, it's a Monday evening. So tonight, you have um, bull riding practice going on. Yes, we do. So, is this something that anybody can come from anywhere and participate in bull 20 riding? Twenty bucks, I'll park your nuts on the other side of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, I have no idea why guys do it. It just. I had a guy who was world champion bull rider for PBR, Chris Shivers, tell me one time. He said, "Nobody, nobody wants to see a wreck." But nobody wants to miss one either. <laughs> and I think that's the allure. I mean, I'm a rough stock guy anyway. I, I, I mean, I like, you know, the uh, the bronc riding, steer wrestling, the bull bull riding and stuff like that. Timed events just aren't my thing. But it, it just, I, I, I have no idea why guys do it. I, I really don't. I mean, you've been to the rodeo. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then you have those guys that just figured... <laughs> I might win $17.33 playing bull hockey. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that doesn't even cover your copay at the hospital, man. I'm like, what do you so think? I just go because I like to see the barrel racing. You're a big, yeah. I'm a big barrel racer fan. Yeah. Not. <laughs> We've got to come up with a way of making barrel racing just a little bit more interesting. I think we should cut the barrels by like two thirds. Make them smaller, make it tighter. Just one barrel. Oh, just one barrel. Yeah, that, that's, called, that's called a down and up. <laughs> I like the exploding cool. barrels. Exploding barrels of monkeys. So if you knock the barrel over, it explodes it, and monkeys just run all over the rodeo. That'd be interesting. Greg? Well, well we will have exploding barrels of midget wrestling here soon. So, Yeah, I saw that's come. When is yeah, that? Uh, February 15th. Okay, so how did this come about? I've been trying and trying and trying to get it in there. I I really have. And are we still talking about the midget wrestling? We yeah. Just, yeah, we oh, just okay. started I talking, you're talking about something else. No. Okay. But um, I've been <laughs> I've been trying to get midget wrestling in there for I can't tell you how long. Friends of ours went went down and saw it in Butler, and they're like, "You're not going to believe this, right?" And they said it was standing room only. Nobody was. I mean, everybody was there. It, it it just the crowd was going crazy and i and, and they said they came back and they were like you got to do this and i said that's a good idea and of course i think the only person in our family has that has morals is donna <laughs> she's like there is no way we're having midget wrestling there and i said okay 
And well, she's the one right now in Florida yeah, <laughs> on and, a mental health break. Yeah. And lo and behold, they contacted us. Hey, how would you like to have midget wrestling there? Well, my son, Dylan, who, who, um, did the smartest thing that he could have possibly done was just book it and just tell her later. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and it was done. She's like, well, just because it's here, I don't have to like it. And I'm like, well, from the sounds of it, you're the only one that won't like it because it, it, they said that they have not had a place not sell out yet. And, and, you know, I, I get it. You know, I, I'm, I'm not like, you know, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not like ignorant to the fact that people don't think it's right. Right. But you know, when it comes down to brass tacks, these guys entertain people. I'm know? a show business guy. And, and if you are comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with it. Right. And, I mean, you know, I've been to those shows where the, you know, guys, they stick spikes through their heads. Right. And then girls jiggy dance and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I mean, and if, if, if a three foot gentleman yeah. wants to go and wrestle yeah. another and, three and that, foot gentleman, then let it be. And, and, and my argument is, you know, and, and it sounds so, it, this isn't the way I mean it. And it sounds so wrong the way I'm going to say oh, it. Oh, please say it. That's but, exactly what I like. You know, but, <laughs> you know, it's not like they're getting the job at the supermarket to grab the stuff off the top shelf. No. You know what I mean? No. So, <laughs> no. so those guys, I mean, they have a niche. Yeah. And they figured out what their niche is, yeah. which is genius on their part, if right. you ask me. I mean, when you, when you, you know, you're always going to have people that have no business being offended for those, for, for little people. And, you know, but they feel that they have to be offended, you know, so they're not going to like it, you know? And, but to be honest with you, like you said, if they're comfortable with it and they're having a good time, you know, Dylan, again, not keep to keep referring to Dylan. Um, but he said, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. And, if they love what they do, it's a fun time for them. Right. And they're getting paid for it. Yeah. And they're getting paid rather handsomely too. And the thing is the show is actually the small part of the whole thing, because when yeah. you, th- you know, this as well as anybody, the logistics and everything that goes in behind the scenes to put something like that on, oh my you God. better love it. There's no exploitation whatsoever. I can't tell you how many shows we've been turned down to because routing came into play mm-hmm. and you know, and everybody asked me what's routing, what's routing. And it's one of those deals where when people come in and if they're not going through your area, they're not going to make a special trip for you. They're going to take the show that is on their way, you know, oh, I got to go 800 miles that way. Well, I'm not going to go 600 miles the other way. I can pick up the show that's 400 miles, you know, instead of working in three days, I can work in, I can work again tomorrow night, 400 miles away. Sure. And then take a day off and then be 400 miles away that way instead of going 600 miles this way and then now i'm back 1400 miles the other way it and and you know we we do that big show in harrisburg so so when i came back to the area i lived in florida for a while and uh, came back in late of 89 and we had um we had a radio station uh here in youngstown called city 106 the wolf I was shocked. It, it took me back a little bit, but that was all the rage at that time was they were doing midget toss. Oh, they yeah. were doing everything from midget toss to midget, and that's what they called it. Okay, mm-hmm. so, you know, if you start commenting or complaining, that's what it was called. Right. But I went to a few of those events and met all these guys, and they had a 
flipping ball and they were masters. It was like going to professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were masters at egging people on in the mm -hmm. crowd and getting the right person just ticked off enough to say, okay, I'll show you how far I could toss you. Mm -hmm. um, and then in my radio career, I ended up in several professional wrestling exhibitions at the Packard Music Hall in Warren. And right. at one point I was um, Dana, the man of steel took, and I took on Chucky, the deranged midget mm -hmm. and actually knocked his tooth out in the middle of the, yeah, I accidentally, I went to do an elbow, like a power drive or whatever into his mouth and he was supposed to pull back and our timing was off and I hit him square in the mouth and he spit his tooth out into the audience and the audience went crazy. Now, what, yeah. were, what were you called again? Dana, the man of steel, because my so, radio so name back, was Dana Steel. So back to the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, back to the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> my claim to fame in high school when I used to wrestle is I could tell you how many lights are in every gymnasium ceiling in Western Pennsylvania. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just spent my time on my back counting them. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit. So, Craig, you're not originally from this part of Western Pennsylvania. You're from out in the Philadelphia area. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yes. And a retired police officer, if I remember correctly. Retired canine guy, yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Mm -hmm. And then what in the world possessed you to get into the rodeo business? Were you raised on a farm? No. No? No. No. <laughs> Oh, God, any any background well this you were a canine k canine i understand yeah. so you you have a love of dogs and especially mm -hmm. a well-trained dog so but, i'm just wondering where the bull riding and when we uh my wife grew up on a dairy farm okay okay so she had horses growing up and that type of thing and what happened was as our kids got old enough to ride horses and stuff they got involved in youth rodeo and it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew me no, I'm not. <laughs> it's just not my I thing. No, I, I got thrown from a horse when I was when I was a kid. Uh, we used to pay 20 bucks to go ride a horse on Saturday mornings, you know, basically to try and pick up girls because they, right. they all like horses, sure. you know. So we would all the guys would go there and I landed on my ass and I was like, hey, I'll see you guys back at the barn. And I walked back because I was like, there is no way in hell I'm riding this horse back. And that was it for me. I just didn't like horses after that. And um yeah, I like petting them and say, oh, yeah, look at the pretty horses and stuff. Other than that, I'm not a big fan. And um, But we uh, we ended up buying a farm in York County. And when we lived in York County, we, uh, was, we turned it into a poultry farm. We used to do 150,000 chickens every eight weeks for Purdue. Wow. So it was one like a backyard deal. No, you know? this is big. Yeah, it was a big, it was a farming operation. Um, as the kids got older, they, they got more and more into rodeo and, and stock contracting. And they, you know, with their money, they would buy bulls and then they would supply them to rodeos and stuff like that. And then uh, Dylan, talking about Dylan again. It's all right. Dylan, I like Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves Dylan. Um but Dylan uh, went away for a summer and worked with um, All-American Rodeo Company. Well, it was called Rawhide Rodeo Company at the time. Okay. And there was Rawhide Rodeo. There was Rawhide Canada and Rawhide America. And uh, we ended up buying or purchasing Rawhide America. Uh, we were going to do Rawhide Canada, but then there was a lot of 
back and forth crossing the border international stuff and so there was a guy that did the rawhide stuff in canada and he ended up taking over the rawhide canada stuff and um we have rawhide america we bought rawhide america but the actual name for rawhide the business name was all american rodeo so we agreed with him that he can keep the rawhide name when he when he kept when he kept the uh rawhide canada we did the uh we kept the business name of rawhide i'm, I'm sorry all american rodeo Just a little request from our county coroner. Yeah. Go ahead. So you're in Gettysburg, one of my favorite places in the entire world. Not yeah. to throw you, but to interrupt your story right halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we're in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So anyway, we we buy this ranch. We buy this ranch in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Month and a half, most at the most, the guy backs out of the deal. So now we had already sold our farm. We're homeless, and. Uh, Dave Martin uh, got a hold of some people who got a hold of us, and um, Dave said he was looking to retire, so we ended up buying Sundance, and uh, Sundance, with that went Bull Ride Mania, with that All-American Rodeo Company came in, so we do, uh, All-American is the sanctioned body rodeo company, which means the PRCA, which was just on TV for 10 days, the NFR. Um, we're a stock contractor for them. Uh, International Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association, IPRA, International Professional Rodeo Association, and the APRA, the American Professional Rodeo Association, we're stock contractors for them also. Wow. Yeah. So, and then we have Bull Ride Mania. I think last year we did like 106 individual shows. Everybody thinks it's just like <clears throat> 10, 12 shows at Sundance Arena. And it's no, way, I know you guys that, way more than that. When you and I first met here a couple of years ago and you started telling me about this and all you had to do is mention PBR. We're so I'm not a farm kid. My parents were school teachers, but I feel like I was raised as a farm kid because my uncles had farms. My I when I was a kid, my uncle, another uncle had a riding stable. Um, all of us, we grew up with horses. We had horses and we're riding horses. I was, I was, well, I was 13, 14 years old when I learned how to ride a bicycle because everything we did was on horseback. Mm -hmm. And then we showed a lot of local fairs and things like that. Western pleasure. So I like horses. I love horses. We were coming out to the rodeo a couple of weeks ago and I was telling Beth Ann how much I would love to be able to go out and ride again. Unfortunately, at 60 some years old now i haven't taken care of my body and it would be like you know put a jello mold on a horse and watch what happens to it <laughs> i'd rather watch and see how well you walk the next day <laughs> or don't walk the next day i my neighbor uh dave z he he uh he's one of the pickup guys that you saw at the rodeo mm -hmm. and every once in a while i'll go over there and i'll say you know what dave i want to get on a horse and he has this one horse that he lets me get on and that horse will start to trot or something. Oh, we're going a little too fast there, buddy. <laughs> Let's walk. I'm going to be able to walk the rest of the week. I mean, I can, my thing with a horse is like, if I, if I ride a horse, I'm going to be trail riding. I don't want to go fast. I don't, right. I'm not in a hurry and go anywhere. I'm, you know, I'm old. 
I, my life is almost over, and so if, I don't need to go fast. And if you're experiencing any kind of anxiety, or if the you know this, and if the horse, if if you have any kind kind of hesitancy whatsoever, that animal knows it. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. They will I completely mean, take advantage of you. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. They were like, "Oh yeah, this one girl got on a horse and." And the horse was already shaking, and then which made her shake, and which made her land over there while the horse was still running around the <laughs> arena. And everybody's like, "Oh, are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm okay." And we're okay. I mean, it's 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 you know, it's so well. I don't want to say funny, like ironic funny, not not funny, right? Not, not funny, haha, funny, weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what's what's uh, was it sling blade? Not, yeah, oh yeah. Not funny, haha, funny. Weird, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> Don't get me started. Ain't no gas in it. <laughs> Give me biscuits and taters. Mama, mama, feed me biscuits and taters. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to tell you, I, I ride a Mustang and I, I don't get sore the next day. I, I have a, a hell of a time trying to get in and out of it. But other than that, I don't get sore. And I ride it fast. Oh, dear God. And hard. But you I'm don't not, put I'm it. I'm not saying a word. Man. You do not put it away wet. That would just create an anxiety attack, and you'd be pacing. No, I bought a six hundred dollar blower so I could blow dry it. <laughs> Did you see that car yet? Oh yeah, I've been in it. Oh my gosh, that thing! Is I awesome. haven't been in it when he's like opened it up or anything, and I don't really care I if did, that ever I, happens. I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to admit I, I peed a little. I've been um, on a couple of fast. Oh, that's great. I've been on a couple of. Uh, we'll just say fast runs with him on in the coroner's mobile. Why the coroner needs to get someplace that quickly, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's funny. Hurry up, get me there. They I, might come back. Well, well, listen to Greg. I think I have to go because I think I need to clean the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> did a little rural driving this not, evening i had i had, a, I had not that kind of drink but i had something to drink in the car and i went to take a sip of it and he was just like watch this like that and it just poof. you know like the, you see it on the prank videos like the wife is carrying holding holding right. something and then oh yeah the husband will hit the brakes and the, yeah you know and whatever splash. Well, he hits the gas, and that just, it went, I was like, what are you doing? And he's laughing like it's funny. And I'm like, I spilled it on your seat. What are you What, what are you laughing about? But he's like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Look how fast this hey, thing is. It's I had Greg in the car and something about a wet spot. I, I have, you know, I, you know, this is going to hold, this is going to take a complete, 180 and from wet to dry. Oh, he's going to do his darndest to try and take it. Wait, didn't, yeah. you, didn't you want to know how he became no. dry rub guy? No. Yeah. I love that is just absolutely the perfect name for well, him. Well, I, and I, you know, I respect you, but well, I. Well, it, Greg felt the need to educate my interns. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is starting out as a lie already. No. On, on how, like, we, we were going to get wings. Right, but he was trying to educate him on why he likes it dry and not wet. Man, I sure hope nobody listens to your podcast about that. Just my mother, just my mother taking notes, and then I'll be reading oh, on Christmas now, morning. You, you have to understand, my interns are all these beautiful young ladies because no boys do forensic death investigation. I find that fascinating too. That's another whole subject we'll it's, save for this another isn't day. Even funny. Well, this really hurts. But this... they they the boys are all interested in criminology. That's and, true. You know, the, mm -hmm. the, the right. Well you know, Dana, if I had any feelings left at all, this might hurt a little bit, but <laughs> at this point it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> just so oh anyway, he's educating them. Well, they they kept telling him to shut up, but he wouldn't. No, shut up. this is not true. <laughs> this is not true. No, this just, is not true. He, he no. just kept digging the hole. Mm-hmm. This is not true. Well, not not true at all. This wait, is not true. Let me see if I can get crazy Katie on the horn here. No, 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 no. This is. You want to know the true story? I'll tell you the true story. Go ahead, please. Enlighten us. He will not embellish in any way. This Mm-mm. this is a family story. Hence, dry rub. <laughs> Doc, doctor, what happened? Dr. G. Yeah, he, he wants to get the t-shirts made, Dr. G. And everybody's going to say, oh, it's Dr. Greg. And he goes, no, D-R-G, dry rub guy. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, no. It, it's We're on a family vacation sure. with my family. And what happened is we went to this all-you-can-eat rib place. Right, and first slab of ribs comes out, and you know, and it's got barbecue sauce all over it. Right, it's all over your hands, all over your face, it's all you over, your, all over your, all over your apron. They give sure. you everything. So they went down really smooth. They were really good. It was. I, I wish I could remember it because I'd plug them, but um, it was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Get the second set. Uh, the, the second rack of ribs comes out. It's lathered with barbecue sauce, and, and now I'm just like, I'm covered in barbecue sauce. These are really good. I'm going to keep going. I said, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, get a different type of, of sauce on it. I said to the waitress, I said, I said, do you have like a, a dry seasoning, like a dry rub seasoning? And she goes, oh, yeah, we can do dry rub stuff. As I'm in the car and I tell this story, and I said, I said, yeah, the first two racks came out slathered with barbecue sauce. And I said, I found out that night that I'm more of a dry rub guy. As soon as I said that, I'm like, no, I said, you don't understand because I don't like it wet. You know, I don't like them wet. And you're just digging your own. And hole. I'm just digging the dry rub hole deeper and deeper and deeper. And to a know, group of college girls. And, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there going like, no, that's not the, the you know. And he know they know that he's trying to seriously. I mean, they, he's just they hung literally, himself. They literally tried to tell him to shut up. Because They're like, you're not making it any better. No, it, it, it was getting worse. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, the funny thing about it is Crazy Katie, she, she'll she answer his phone because I'll call him to see what he's doing. And she he'll say, hey, answer, answer the phone. She goes, "Hey, dry rub," and I'm like, "So it, her and I, her and I, when she, when she answers the phone, uh, she goes, "Hey, dry rub," and I go, "Hey, nut job," you know, like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to take this, but but, but wasn't but, she wasn't there whenever that all started? No, this, this, this and all the other girls like, educated her. So whenever you showed up the one day, she's the one that came up to you and said, "Aren't you the guy that likes it dry?" And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That's how it started. And then I was like, I don't even like you already. (laughs) Like, I don't even want to talk to you. So I'm beginning to understand this friendship a little bit more. Yeah. It's so you're coming out of, um, both of you have military police, all of that, uh, fire first responders in your background. Both of you have very analytical minds. You're both into logistics and things like that. I could see then your wife coming into the picture with a dairy farm. She was also raised in logistics. And so it just seems logical. I could see now how the rodeo could appeal to you. Uh, to be honest with you, I had bought a bar down in 
Daytona Beach and was overruled. <laughs> I, I, in all honesty, I, I, buddy of mine, we went down there and we were in Daytona Beach, and it was a biker bar, and. <laughs> And Can't when I really say bike, go wrong with that. Well, when I say biker bar, I don't mean like outlaw biker bar. Right. It was it was Daytona Beach because of Bike Week. Well, what I didn't know there's there's four Bike Week slash Car Week slash whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a season. And, yeah. Well, it's this lady season. was only open the two weeks before, the week of, the two weeks after, and then she would close because nobody else came to this bar. It was a little. It was a dive bar. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great. And she's explaining to us how she makes money. Well, this little lady, she was probably five feet one, if that, 70-some years old, looking to retire. We're set. We're ready to go. And my buddy and I were like, he looked at me and I looked at him. I said, I think I'm in. You in? He goes, yeah, I think I'm in too. And the place was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it it wasn't anything to write home about. It wasn't like TVs on the wall. It was like four walls drink, drink beer you yeah know? and one, warm weather the one side was five acres the other side was one acre one acre was parking you have one acre of parking there you know how many motorcycles you can fit in there that's a lot yeah and then all those guys would come over to the five acres you know with them and the girls and on the bikes and stuff like that and they would just they drink all day do okay? their thing yep and they would just have fun and and it was just a good time for everybody and she used to she she told us she said, every time I go to, she, can I curse on here? Sure. Okay. She, she'd say, I'd go over to the titty bar and I'd pick out my girls. And she goes, I'd stick them in a thong bikini <laughs> and I'd give them a beer cart. And she said, those girls would walk out of there with a thousand dollars a night in tips. And she's like, where else are they going to make that kind of money? Pushing a beer cart around. Basically, you know, they fill the cart up with beer. This is how much you owe me a, and at the end of the night, whatever's left over is yours. Mm-hmm. And they would work for tips. Mm-hmm. And she made so much money doing those 20 weeks a year. You know, um, you know, she was open 20 weeks a year. And I said, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. We're both retired, you know. So we're 20 weeks a year. We're still semi-retired. You know, even I can muster up enough energy to work 20 weeks. And... uh Donna said no. And, and here I am. <laughs> in Bredonia, Pennsylvania. In Western Pennsylvania. Running a bunkhouse with oh, it's like teenage and young. It is Yellowstone. It is Yellowstone. In Fredonia, Pennsylvania. Yep, it is Yellowstone. The thing is, it's so successful out there. You're doing a great job. You put on a good show. And that's the other thing. You know, people just take it for granted. Mm-hmm. You go out there and everybody just lines up. There is a ton of work that goes on behind yeah. the scenes to put on a show like this. We we start, as soon as people leave, we're starting to plan for the next show. My it's... favorite thing is the, the groups of Amish girls that come out. Mm-hmm. And the Amish are a little different up here from the Amish I'm used to in, in Lawrence County. Because mm-hmm. up here they they're a little more liberal, I guess. I they're would say. all from Ohio, the ones at the at the arena. That explains it because their coats are all different. They care. They wear purses. You could tell it's a big Amish girl night out. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this is like you know the rodeo is kind of like Amish Chippendale. Well, I, I, you want to hear a funny story? And I <laughs> Every, everything in Ohio is different. <laughs> you wanna, it, the flat true. the Flatlanders. Yeah, that's true. We when we do our Harrisburg show. The, the Amish girls will show up there with suitcases mm-hmm. and they'll go into the lobby bathroom. 
Oh, sure. And then they'll change into English English clothes. clothes. And I was like, where did the Amish girls go? That used and, to happen down at Three by the River in downtown Sharon. Mm -hmm. I was the club DJ down there for years at a Tully's, Quaker Steak and Lube. And the vans would pull in in the back parking lot, and the girls would get out, and they'd change, you know, on right the there. other side of the van. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and I get it, you know. Sure. And, I mean, they go in, they have a blast, and they just, you know. And at the end of the night, they say, uh, "Can I get my suitcase back?" Because we would put it, be we put it behind the security desk, and they get their suitcase back. They change back and get in the van and go home. So your core, your core audience, your regional and core audience is impressive. And the thing mm -hmm. is, is that um, I'll bet you eighty percent of our region doesn't even know that the rodeo is there. That this goes on. This, uh, I, I would believe it. Yeah. You know, you're going to do nothing but grow. Mm -hmm. Um, continue to grow and grow and grow. And it is. It's a great show. It's it's a good time. So this is your down season right now. We're, um, we're about to ramp it up here in January. We go to two two shows a month, and then January is every week, and then February is two shows. April is one show, but then we have a, a second show in Harrisburg that month, April 20th, and then um, uh, one show in May there, and then we're on the road. We're, we're we're everywhere from Virginia to Maine. It's amazing. Yeah, it's the it's, animals become celebrities themselves. Yeah, you know who you know who is the biggest celebrity of bull ride mania. You you would never believe this. We're in, down somewhere in central Pennsylvania, and I might have told you this story, but I don't think anybody else knows this story. And um, next thing you know, uh, we're like, who's playing bull hockey? Right. And we're all set. You know, everybody gets signed up for bull hockey there. And and our our chosen announcer, Ty Miller from Ocala, Florida. And then you have Dave Showtime Meyer from down in Jonestown, uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, he those two play it up so well. And um, they say, uh, all right. You know, and they, they play it up like, you know, who sponsors bull hockey? And because bull hockey is extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous. <laughs> and, you know, you know, um, you know, Craig Fenton, his, oh, yeah. his son, yeah. Pearson. Mm -hmm. He's I don't know what he was thinking, but he went out there and played bull hockey. And this is getting to my point of being dangerous. He gets out there and the first time he plays nothing happens so in that very next week he's like i'm gonna go play bull hockey again i'm like that's a bad idea i said nobody survives twice okay and he goes no 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 i got goes, it down now he goes i he goes i got it he's got his little cowboy hat on and he's you know and i'm like he's got his cowboy boots on and you cannot run in those things. no no no, 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 and, no, no and and no. i don't care what you know no. You know, when I was canine guy, I was like, man, if you're going to run from me, I swear I hope you're wearing cowboy boots because <laughs> I'll at least hear where you're going because they just slap, slap, slap all the way down. Well, Pearson does the stupidest thing I've ever seen anybody do. And I'm up top with his dad and, and uh, Rich. And we're sitting there and he goes, you got to go to him. You remember when Bull would go to the other end and right. he would say, you got to go to him. You got to go to him. Well, Pearson gets out there and starts waving his little hat in front of his face. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, this is not this is not what you want to do. And 
and we started screaming at him run because the bull started running after him and i'm like i'm yelling run run i have it videotaped and they took the sound out of it and, and put music over it but i'm yelling run 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 this is before he even started running and he just the bulls in four-wheel drive pearson's in two took him no time he lifted pearson up and tossed him like a rag doll separated his shoulder um he may have had a little bit of a concussion, tossed him out of his way. Well, his buddy thought he was going to open up his shirt and show the big S with the, you know, man of steel. <laughs> and then he, he curled up in a ball and put it, you know, like, cause he realized he was going to get hit and then got his elbow either separated or, oh. or, or broken. And I'm like, man, he's just cleaning house, right? And, so, and again, man of steel. We're we're talking about the fortress of solitude. Yeah, and we keep coming that back. Seems, to that. that seems to be the theme. It is a theme tonight. Well, I'm any, glad you made that observation, John. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're we're down in central Pennsylvania somewhere, maybe down near Shippensburg or something like that. And Ty says, "Yeah, we're ready for bull hockey." And he goes, "You know who sponsors bull hockey, right?" And Showtime says. Yep, the Mercer County Coroner, <laughs> Mercer County Medical Examiner's Office, John Libinati Coroner, <laughs> and the crowd loses their mind. Okay, and we're like, how in the hell do they know who he is? Well, apparently, in the summer show, in, the, in our summer shows, people follow us, and they're just like, they think it's the greatest thing ever. Well, they keep playing it up, and they're like. They're like, um, a message from our sponsor, what's the number one rule in bull hockey? And Showtime will say, Don't die. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and it's and it's 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 all playing on on words. Sure. And you know, and we're and we're just having a good time with it. But the crowd lost their marbles. And 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 he he ends up with a shirt that says, I'm that what's to say i'm that famous coroner that everyone's talking about <laughs> and where i'm that legendary coroner somebody everyone's talking about so with uh, the little bit that i know about rodeo different rodeos have um a different kind of like finale events and i've seen rodeos that do the card uh you know like this they set up a card table oh, and the, you have to uh, sit bull poker yeah bull poker yeah. and you have to sit and play card and they unleash they unleash a bull on you and there the last one sitting no in hell we're doing that. wins well you i think what you you've done a pretty good job of it yeah bull hockey is is the way to go because so, you have a way to defend yourself we should probably describe bull hockey and that is the bull gates you know where the bull is in the shoots in the shoot and then uh, the gate opens and the bull comes out. Now you've got individuals standing on either side mm -hmm. of this gate. There are the gen the gentlemen With, and ladies, I suppose. No ladies. No ladies. No. Uh, the, the, we got we got a big argument with a girl, um, and 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 it's sad, but it's 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 true. I mean, it it, it it's not is not. I'll be the first one to tell you that I don't I don't. It's not fair. It's just the way it. It's just the way it is. If you and I go out there and we get a, and we get annihilated, it's cool, you know. It's the old adage: "Chicks, big well, scars," you yeah, know, and stuff right. like that, right? And it's like, oh yeah, what happened to your boyfriend? Oh, he was playing bull hockey and he got whacked. Yeah, look at him. Yeah, he's so cool. Well, apparently, years ago, Dave Martin told me a story, and he said uh, this girl argued until he finally said, "You know what? 
we're fine. You want to play? Fine. But this is what you got to do. Okay. Well, she gets annihilated. She was engaged to be married. Um, she became disfigured. Not I don't, when I say disfigured, I don't mean like right, you know, but whatever. Still, I know, but she yeah. ended up with a scar, and you know her nose right. was broken and stuff like that, and you know, and, and didn't look the same. And uh, her fiance, if you want to call him that, I mean, you know, so much for better or worse. But it got worse, and he got going, and he called off the wedding. Said I can't, I just can't do this. Well, there's a lifetime movie with a bad ending. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so so we we took it upon we we took the position that we're 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 not going to we're not going to let the not, ladies we're, we're not going to do that again. We're not How about midgets. <laughs> well, I, I think we should work the midgets into bull hockey. I think you should do. Well, do you, you want to hear something funny? Just do funny. a calf. Do you, you want to hear get an angry funny. little calf when you do the the wrestling or a sheep? You want to you want to hear something horrible? And this is this is so bad. And 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 as disclaimer is, I'm I'm not this person. Trust me. But hey, Greg, I got you another drink. I tried to make it as dry as I could. <laughs> it's, Unfortunately, it's a little wet. It's still not funny. Um, <laughs> but the 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 thing about it is, is we the guys were talking about because there's a there's the wrestling on Friday night, rodeo on Saturday night. Uh huh. So they said, what if we take those guys from the wrestling out drinking and we talk them into staying and have midget bull hockey? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, if that's not like the most insensitive thing I've ever heard, why don't we just put up a Velcro wall too? You know? <laughs> and I, 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 and I, now wait oh, a minute, Velcro wall? I like that idea. Are you talking because I'm Italian, you're gonna put up a Velcro wall? <laughs> no, 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 to 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 toss them, you know? And and um, now you're you're not now, the first person I told with, that that, you, that I heard say that that when when it comes time when they used to do dwarf tossing back yeah. in, back in the day mm -hmm. um, that they would just talk shit on. Oh, like, that was the whole thing. That it, was the fun of it. It was, was like the guy. It was like the guy in the dunk booth going, "Ah, you got a rag arm, you can't throw, and all this kind of stuff." And you're like, "Ah," and you throw as hard as you can. And do, you're like, no, "Do I? Fair. Can I start counting the movies that there was an angry midget?" Well, wait. Go back to the midget wrestling. Mm -hmm. And bull hockey, like bull hockey is the spectators sign up. Right. It's right. That most often they're the idiots. Mm -hmm. But I want to clarify something is that I don't really believe that I chose to sponsor bull hockey. I think I was told by Greg that I was going to sponsor bull hockey. No, so I was that's coming, not the way I remember. <laughs> okay. So I was but coming wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. Let, okay, let me get back. Go but, ahead. But like bull hockey is a spectator sport. Right. Like spectators sign up to do that. And. Yep. Okay. So like midget wrestling, let's go back to this because with my high school career, like, can I sign up to wrestle one of the midgets so I can count the lights in no. Sundance arena? Because <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure that they'd beat me too. I could tell you there's 70 because <laughs> I, because I recently, oh, so you, I recently bought them all. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, um, but no, so, they, they well, going back again. I, and I'm sorry, I'm not doing a very good job of keeping us steered. Did we start right. this thing yet? Huh? Did we start yet? Yeah. No. Oh. No. Oh, I'll just, let you know. We're when just we talking. Start. We're okay. just talking. I'll let you know when we start the podcast. Okay. We, we still have to go to dinner. Um. <laughs> so, 
the thing is you line up these individuals, say say 12 gentlemen sign up to be part mm-hmm. of bull hockey. So six on one side, six on the other. You take the four barrels and you put them out mm-hmm. so they're like goals. And then your team, your object is to get the bull to come between the two barrels. Between your barrels. And the smartest now, one in the arena is the bull. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh, the night that the last night I was there, that bull was not going through. It was just staking out. It was a riot. Let me nobody tell you got, something. Nobody got hit. Either. You want to you hear something funny? We the the bull hockey was it, they said okay you, ten seconds left and they counted down ten nine eight seven six five four three two one and the buzzer goes off. These guys started walking off, and yeah, like the and, bull's not there anymore. Yeah, like the bull's not there anymore. <laughs> and and I Game saw over. and I saw the bull going to the out gate and the bull turned. This was like maybe a year and a half ago, and the bull turned, and I said to Ty, I said I don't think he thinks. He doesn't realize this is over. And these guys are walking away. And he just turned and you hear the crowd going, you know, you know, that like low roar. Oh, yeah. And it starts. <laughs> and and Ty Ty yells out. He goes, fellas, the bull doesn't know what that buzzer means. You know, he doesn't know it's over. Get get to the fences. The- so they go running to the fences. And uh Oh my God. And, and, and I just was, I was like, is that guy okay? And he got up and walked off and he goes, Oh, next week when I play, I'll, I'll know that when that buzzer goes off, he doesn't really know what's going on. Like next week. What are you crazy? <laughs> oh my gosh. So how did this all come about that now that bull hockey is sponsored by the medical examiner? John Lubinati, Mercer County. I was, I was hanging over. I'll tell you the truth. And then he can lie to you. I was hanging out over his house, and he said, "Listen, I really want to sponsor Bull Hockey. Okay? <laughs> I think it would, be, I think it would be a great thing." And I'm like, "That would be awesome." I said, "I said, wow, John, how did you think of that?" And he sat there, and he goes, "It just came to me." He goes, "You know the things I think of." And I said, "Okay." I said, "I said, well, you know what? Get me a sign." He got me a sign. Next thing you know, he's been sponsoring Bull Hockey ever since. And it, you're taking it on the road now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm the Mercer County Coroner. So yes. I, I deal in fact and truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of what I just said so, was fantasy. <laughs> it's all about honesty and truth. It did happen at my house. Greg was sitting in my dining room table. I was standing in the kitchen. And I think I showed you my cupboards. And you asked if I was a serial killer because everything's organized. Yeah, everything and, has to be facing one way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. when, I, when I go in there. Yeah, he first thing he does, like if he goes outside for some reason, he comes and checks all his cabinets because I turn his labels around. <laughs> yeah, he, he thinks it's funny. It's, I don't think it's, it's, it's funny. hilarious. I don't think it's funny at all. I mean, everything's <laughs> pointing like but, I don't like north. No, but, but, but here's here he looked at me and he goes, "I have an awesome idea. You need to sponsor bull hockey." And my question immediately was. What the What's, hell? What the hell is bull, bull hockey? hockey? So he explained it to me, and I said, "Well, do people get hurt when they do this?" And he said, "Oh, they get crushed." <laughs> because how odd, how awesome would it be that the Mercer County Corner sponsors bull hockey when the number one rule is don't die? <laughs> so I said, "Well, like even whenever Brad McGonigal asked if I'd run for corner, I told him the same thing." Can I talk to my wife first? Because <laughs> she's the only one that makes actually rational decisions. Right. Right. 
And what did I say? You and, can talk to your wife all you want, but you're sponsoring bull hockey. <laughs> uh-huh. See, he made me do it. <laughs> he did call his wife and ask for permission. Hey, ask ask Greg when the first time we met. I have no idea. <laughs> we talked about that. We you, had we this were conversation out, last we were out, week, yeah. and we were trying to figure out. He when, came up with some cockamamie story how we met, and he goes, you he and goes I we're going to have to ask Jenna. You and I met. <laughs> yeah, you and I met before you and John yeah. met. Well, you do. You do a fantastic job out there, and you do a great show. And I'll tell you, if the midget wrestling, if it goes off, like I'm sure it will, the next year, um, along with the midget wrestling, we bring in um, Mini Kiss. And afterwards, you put on the Mini Kiss concert. Is that like a midget kiss? Yeah, it's Kiss, but it's they're three feet tall. Yeah. They put on the full Kiss show. It's a yeah. riot. Yeah, it's somebody else thank just, god for tiktok and instagram and stuff for bringing this back because you know it was the early 90s and, and they people frowned on it and it got to the point that the radio station didn't want to do that anymore and it put a lot of midgets out of work mm-hmm. and i little people think of you yeah, little people mm-hmm. you think i'm uh cracking a joke and i'm really not because even our little radio station employed quite a few of them and gave them extra jobs mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, there was the haunted houses and things like that that mm-hmm. we were always involved with, and they were always around. And then once the midget toss was tossed aside, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I'm kind of glad somebody to see got it. offended for them. I'm Not glad. them. They weren't offended. Somebody got offended for them. And, you know. I'm going out laughing. I am not going down this mm-hmm. path of I, I like things that are irreverent. I like a dark sense of humor. And if it doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, Exactly. The thing I don't understand is, you know, if, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about little people. I'm talking about anybody, you know, if they're not offended, what gives you the right to be offended for, for them? them? You know, I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, they, they could look at it and go like, yeah, like, like I'll give you an example. Dave Showtime Meyer. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. He, he does Jacob, Jacob, the, Am- it started right. out as Jacob, the Amish weatherman and jacob's amish tv service Mm -hmm. the two things they don't have right i mean i've had amish neighbors since 2000 when did we move out there 2000 2004 we moved out 2004 to york county and i've had amish neighbors since 2004 because my mom died in october of 2004 we moved in and like April, like right before it was Easter weekend okay. um, of 2004. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, cause I mean, they were all, all around me. Two things. What kind, what kind of TV show do you watch? Mm-hmm. Cause they don't watch TV. And then the, the second question was, did you see what, what the weather's supposed to be? So those are the two questions, right? Right. And so it started out as, you know, as a joke, you know, and he has millions of followers. He's fantastic. And I don't find it to be disrespectful every once in a while. And I stay away from the comments and stuff. But every once in a while, when you jump into comments and things, you Mm -hmm. see where people. How how dare you? you? You know, his number one demographic is the Amish. Is the Amish. They take him out to Indiana where the Amish build like RVs and stuff like that. They pay him. Sure, to be their spokesperson. Well, they do. He does spokesperson stuff. And not only does he do that, he goes around on a golf cart, on an electric golf cart. And, (laughs) 
takes pictures with them, you know, and stuff uh -huh. like that. And they say productivity goes up like 70% because they're having so much fun. fun. And they're, they are the, his number one, number one fans. I mean, after the Harrisburg show, his line for autographs and pictures is an hour long. When you have them at the Fredonia, you got to have them over here. I will, I'll ask him. Yeah, we, we've got to yeah. get it, try and yeah. block out a little time to have it. Because he's he is so much fun and so entertaining. Oh, yeah. I need to start sharing his stuff. By the way, this program is being brought to you by Backdoor Troyers, East Lackawanna Township's only Amish gay bar. Backdoor Troyers. That's, I just wanted to that's look funny at his face. Greg has is no that, idea what to say to that. No. Is that real? No. Yeah, oh, it, 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 it sure, sure is. is. Sure it is. Uh -huh. We're God. going there for Wings Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're going to leave here and go cow tipping next. You know what the best part of... With a little bit of snipe hunting. The best part of backdoor Troyers on wing night? The men in tights. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> It's just we got to put. Let's this on talk video. about John for a while. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> what do you want to know? So, John, how do you like being friends with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the backstory too? I, you know, I knew there was a uh, the beginning of the story, then all of a sudden it was done. You guys put a helo pad out at the uh, rodeo. Um, it it was his fault. Um, John, in in all seriousness, what happened was I it was it was a serious question. <laughs> How come I get blamed for everything? Yeah. No, it, it it was it started out as a serious question because somebody got flown out, and they were transported to Greenville Hospital. And this is the I I don't know how true it is. I I so I'm just going by what I was told. And they sat in the ambulance and waited for the helicopter a helicopter to arrive. And I asked him. I asked John, I said, John, is that true? I said, and he said, he said, yeah, because there's, you know, the whole liability of a transfer of care and this, that, and the other thing. And I said, that just doesn't seem right that you're getting transferred further away from where you're going. Yeah, and to get to the helicopter to, get to go to, to the hospital, to right. To get to an improved landing site. I get it. We're out in the country. Sure. Okay? So, you know, when you start landing in, in farmer's fields, you know, if there's crops on the field, you lose your landing zones. That's sure. just all there is to it. And very few of the roads around here are wide enough. I mean, you have 19, 58, and 19, 18. Yeah, 19, 58, and 18, right? Yeah. And then you have 79 and 80. Everything else is backcountry road. There's way much. too many numbers in there for me. <laughs> yeah. And and so I said, well, why, why can't we do something else? And he's like, you have 155 acres. Why can't we? And I said, well, let's let's work on it. And in all seriousness and no joking, all joking aside, now John was was the instrumental one in getting that happen, getting that to happen. And we're so happy to see that. And I mean, it's obvious that you really take all of this very, very seriously because you yeah. are dealing in a very dangerous sport. Well, it, it doesn't even it doesn't even um, benefit us, to be honest with you. I mean, we've only flown out two or three guys in four years. Um uh the the motocross park next to us they've flown out more people than us okay but then our, i didn't even think of that yeah, that makes sense our neighbor accidentally shot himself in the leg he got flown out um 
And they all go to Sundance because that's where they have the lot that doesn't yeah, have and then they land the crops. It, right. They, and it is yeah. a bit of a uh, central location for that area out it's, there, it's, even though the roads are a little wacky. It's it's near it's it's nearly dead center of Mercer County. Wow. And I mean, the the pin for dead center of Mercer County is down at the bottom of the hill. The old stainless and, steel exhaust right. place right next to the fire department. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, right there in Fredonia. That, that's dead center. And it's not... Somebody, somebody told me, <laughs> this is funny. It, it was, I, I want to say it was Dave Martin. Dave Martin told me, he says, yeah, you're 90, you're 90 seconds away from everything important to you. The bank, the post office and everything. I'm like 90 seconds away. And I was like, there's no way I, me being stupid. I mean, I bought a ranch in Western Pennsylvania and right? not owning a car and yeah, not we, owning we've a met car. You, we know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've met you. We know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing about it is. I got in my car one day after he told me that. I was like, you know what? I don't have anything to do. And I got an extra 90 seconds. Let me see. 92 seconds to the middle of town. Okay. So you're 92 seconds. Um, the ranch is 92 seconds from dead center Mercer County. They have, okay. They have a bank. They have a diner, mm-hmm. a fire post department, office. a post office, and, and a, a funeral home. And a funeral home. We got it all covered. It's That's all it. there. And yep. no traffic lights. So bull hockey doesn't work out. We got you covered. Yeah. So, so anyway, so anyway, um, we put, we put the helipad in and it was donations from a lot of people. Um, Cox's ag service came up from, oh gosh, I don't know where they are. They're like an hour and a half away. They came up because they, they ride at the arena. It's like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do the excavation for you. Uh, Dan Murr and, oh Jesus sounds horrible. Vern, uh, Troyer, Troyer's uh, concrete came in. Um, they came in, did the concrete work. We got concrete. We got a discount on the concrete. And then we had donations from everybody. I mean, people came in and John lined up the Lions Club to do the fundraising. And they gathered up almost $30,000 for this thing to be put in. Uh, some friends of mine came over and we did the electric in the parking lot and, you know, we hooked up to all the, all the lights and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it, it really came together. So it's up and running. That's I mean, cool. Yeah. Now and, I and we pulled stat medevac in mm-hmm. to yeah. help us yeah. like, you know, with the expertise of mm-hmm. what we needed. And it's, um, but, but with every great venture to serve people comes with a personal interest as well. Because when Greg and I were discussing this, you know, because people think that helicopters only fly people from accident scenes, but also understanding that we're in the center of a, a, a rural geographic area where there's no helipad other than Greenville, Grove City, or in the Sharon area, we're literally in the center of the county. Well, we're not just flying people with trauma. So this helipad, and, and I get to give credit for Greg because he put a restriction on the deed. That if, if he sells, that has to be used for an emergency service helipad. That's awesome. Oh, that is. That's smart. So, and and uh, the thing with this is that we're not just flying traumatic patients. We're flying stroke patients. We're flying cardiac patients, like the tertiary centers that ge- like local, like regional hospitals really don't have the, the expertise to be able to provide that service for those people. And, you know, and that's really the true answer, but the unofficial answer is I'm like, okay, well, you know, I am a 56 year old Italian man (laughs) and my family has a history of 
like chronic pulmonary hypertension, right? <laughs> so now he lives a minute and a half from the hell of bed. Ninety it's, seconds. It's, it's, it's not. It's not if. It's when I have my stroke. Ninety seconds. That the dog can drag me down there, and they can fly me somewhere. So there's a personal interest in this as well. I understand yeah. completely. Uh, the other thing. Why is, do you think I, ha I hang out with you? Because well, because it, when the big one hits, at least I know that I'm going to get the best CPR care. Now you understand that. 40 years of my life has been in clinical care and saving people's lives. Right. Right. And the last 15 years I've been doing investigation. So here's my motto. Like my job and my life is about saving your life. And when I fail is to investigate your death. <laughs> it's, it's a little long for a t-shirt, but it'd make a nice black. We could merchandise that. It, it is. It's uh -huh. true. Well, he shot down my idea for a T-shirt. Uh -huh. so, uh, Dry rub. Yeah. You know, Mercer County Coroner's Office. Our day begins when yours ends. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, that is that is good. Well, Dana, Dana wanted to have one that said Mercer County Coroner's Office dying to leave Mercer County. <laughs> <laughs> I go dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I've moved back here several times, and I'm that's to get retired. By John. I, that's I, true. I moved here 26 years ago, and I would never leave. I, 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 I love I this will, county. I will say this: other than the weather that absolutely sucks out here, and and if anybody calls or says anything like, "How could he? How dare him say the weather's horrible out here?" I have not ever talked to somebody who says, "Oh, I love the weather." Everybody I've talked to says, "I can't wait to retire to get the hell out of here." And but, you know, I've lived in those places though, and it gets boring. I'm sorry. I, the, you know, as much as I complain about it, I like the change in the year. But the winters here are not like they used to be. No, not at all. Look at what we're already going through this I know. year. It's I 50 for, degrees. I, for one, am in favor of global warming. I'm a, I'm not a, you know. I'm, I'm not a fan. opposed to it all. Let me, you want to, here's a funny story. Well, getting back to the health let me, let me, let me, before we get You're to, allowed to laugh. That's funny. Before, be, before we get into global warming. I, I got I can't laugh back. too hard because I am 56 year old. I'm going to pee myself. Yeah. Be, before we get back to global warming, let's just talk about bull hockey. Okay. No, go ahead. Again? No, seriously, in all seriousness, about the helipad. The other thing that he was saying um, is 100% true. Um, because of all the new stroke protocols and the, and the cardiac protocols, it's not just for, like he said, for trauma anymore. I mean, um, you can, you, you have what's called the golden hour, correct? Mm -hmm. And for trauma, for trauma with stroke is three hours. Right. So if we can, even if you shave 15 minutes off, right. I mean, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And if we can do that, I can tell you that all the headaches that I went through with this thing, all the trouble, all the tribulation, everything that I went through, getting this, getting this thing up and running, will be worth it if one person is saved. That's yeah. all I care about. That's that's, you know, we get one person that that lives because of it. I'm happy. Well, I don't. It, I don't you it's know. already been used, so it's already mm -hmm. serving its purpose, mm -hmm. and that's 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 the bigger story. I knew I didn't, I didn't even look at the whole story, the big picture, the way. I just thought it was really, really cool to have out there at the rodeo. A little ashamed of myself for not thinking about how it benefits the entire community, but that's a really, really good point to bring out. Well, and and we're having fun. Yeah, I mean, exactly. We are, and, and we're yeah. poking. To, but but here's what it really comes down to: is that every life is important. Mm -hmm. Every life is meant to have a profound impact on this world, right? So we need to prolong that, and we need to serve those people 
every life. It doesn't matter who they are or where they're from. Yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, if you if you look at it, like like you said earlier, I'm going to go out laughing, right? Mm-hmm. That's 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 me. I, I don't think I've ever been serious. I have to actually stop myself and say, all right, guys, I'm being serious now, mm-hmm. you know? And, I mean, it, regardless whether they like it dry rub, wet, yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> even, even though he goes and tells that lie all the time. Um, so now everybody knows the story. It was a story about ribs, and it... Mm-hmm. It, well, either morphed or degenerated. <laughs> we we should do a show where we bring our interns in. No, we should. Oh, I'd be. No, we just sure. have a discussion. No, we don't. This is going to be an ongoing thing now. This is the first time you guys have come in here and you've sat down. And um, my other partner, um, Ed Marsco, and I. Ed, I invited Ed to come tonight. He wasn't able to be here this Aww. evening, but he will. We we'll we'll all get together. But we're also going to try and take this out and do this out places live. So who knows, even by next fall, maybe we'll do an evening. We can do it right down at the rodeo. That'd be fun. But I want you guys to be, this to be an ongoing conversation and you to be a part of that. If you would, please. Oh, I don't You're problem. funny. It's fun. It's fun. And you're nice. And then we're, we've already deep dived into the rodeo. Now, next time we deep dive into the coroner's office and. Well, let's deep dive a little bit now. So I don't feel so awkward. Why? <laughs> He, he was teasing me about not having a car, and I parked my car. <laughs> you don't have a car. I don't. You're, you're right. I'm 60 years I, old, and what? I don't have a in car. My, in my shed, I have a bike. Can I donate that bike to Sundance Arena? Hell no. It's like 30 degrees. How about a scooter? You know, the Amish out in your neck of the woods have got those scooters. No, the Amish get around better than Greg. I know. This uh, is true. This is true. I see little ponies and carts no, see, out there. Do you see, know they have high beams and low beams on there? I did not know that. See, you're, again, the northern Amish are a little more advanced than the southern Amish I'm used to. They do. I was impressed by that, actually. I actually was driving, and they turned their high beams to low beams whenever I was passing them. I called my wife just to say, hey, did you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was impressed by that. That is impressive. Mm-hmm. I love the Amish. Let me tell you, to, and, and you know this, and I don't make light of this, the farm over here, the, the family farm where they have the community center that does the breakfast and the events. Brenneman's. Yeah, Brenneman's. Uh, twice now I've been there. It is healing for me to go to an event like that and to be right in the middle of the Amish community. And I just sit there and marvel. The vibe is so good. The families are so nice. The kids are so well-behaved. And it's funny because it, Especially ever since you pointed that out to me, because um, it's open to the public. And again, you watch Facebook and you watch things. They do Saturday morning breakfast, then they do different um, auctions at different events throughout the year. But if you go out to one of those dinners and, and participate in it and you see the English kids come along and they're always acting up, they're always the loudest and they're always goofing. And it doesn't take but about 10 minutes and they themselves quiet down and adjust and all of a sudden become nicer and politer people. Because we've become a product of our environment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I love these conversations when you I mean, and I talk about this. Well, this this could be a whole conversation in itself. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's because, that's where we're going to go. We don't have to do it tonight. I mean, I we could sit here and go. I don't care. We haven't eaten dinner yet, but Sheets has dinner way past midnight, so I'm good. Now, let's save that for another whole show. Yeah? Yeah, I want to I get into that with you because you do uh, a lot of talking about that, a lot of talking around the community. Um, and make some really great comparisons to our lifestyle mm. and the big differences. 
We're a little bit below where they are. I believe I I would agree with that. Yeah, because we become complex. Simple is good. Mm-hmm. Do you keep track of how many people listen to your podcast? I do. Okay, but I'm just. <laughs> He's getting worried. <laughs> No, I'm just sitting here. The best part is it's a time capsule. This Mm -hmm. is actually my, it's just, it's even once we're all gone, it's just going to still continue to float out there. You'll know by how many people come up to you tomorrow and call you dry rub. Well, we're we're a ways away from that happening yet. Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm worried about showing up at the rodeo and they're going to be like, you're Greg, aren't you? Why do they call you dry rub? And they're like, well, there's one that listened. And I'll just start checking them (laughs) off. There's two, there's three, there's four. And I'm like, oh dear God, my wife doesn't even know that story. She didn't. I mean, she didn't. She's in Florida with a car. She comes back. She come... <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh, today yeah. is her birthday, actually. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, Donna! Yeah, it is her birthday. Oh, they, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cue the music. Wait. Well, now hold on. <laughs> Wait, it's Donna's birthday today. Yeah. Happy so, birthday, Donna. We we have another request coming. Okay. This one's for you, Donna. Okay, boys, whatever. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Donna. To Greg, how come you're not singing? This birthday moment is being brought to you by Backdoor Troyers, East Lackawanna Township's only Amish gay bar. Well, thank you, gentlemen. This has been fun. I need that. I need that so bad right now because I need to send that to her. All right, I'll send it. I'll send it home with you. We can make that happen. Oh my God, that's too funny. Thank you, gentlemen. No problem. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Mr. Dana presents. <laughs>